Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast episode here on the Aloha Android Daily. How are you guys doing? It is currently right now 1024 a.m., so it's morning for me, so I'm going to say good morning to everybody out there. However, if it's in the afternoon for you guys, good afternoon to you as well. Um, so we got Pixel News. So today is a one-segment episode. We're going to be talking about the Pixel 5. More information has surfaced in development of the stories going on with the Pixel 5 itself. And we're talking about pricing and, most importantly, a possibility switch up on the chipset. So um, we're definitely going to kind of get into that. So before we dive right into it, a quick word of the sponsor, and then I'll get right into the episode itself. All right, so we're now back from the sponsor of the day. So anyways, let's kind of just jump right into it, okay? So rumors revolving pixels. Now, we know about the Pixel 4. We know about the 349 rumored price or, or 299 price that people are throwing around on the webernet if that is true of a 299 price that's going to be absolutely solid 349 i would think it would be pretty cool if it's at 399 then it's priced the same as the pixel 3a from last year um not really my concern right now at this point as some interesting facts um developed about the pixel 5 and i want to talk about that in today's daily podcast so um two things pricing of the pixel 5 and also a possible chip switch up. So we'll get more into that because that's more of the bigger thing I want to discuss. But pricing looks like that uh, the Pixel 5 may be priced around $699. That's a $100 difference from last year's Pixel 4 at $799. And um, the Pixel 3 when it released at $799 also. Now, people will instantly go to the internet as we all tend to do nowadays with the internet is we go to the internet to complain about things and yes people are going to complain well that's not a big gap in in pricing that's only a hundred dollar difference and if you really feel that way i would really suggest that you guys go ahead and reach into your pockets and um send me a hundred dollars just give it to me just give me a hundred bucks like it's nothing because if it's something to you and your answer is no, you're not giving me a hundred bucks, then obviously a hundred dollars is something. Okay, it may not be what you specifically think it should be priced at, but then again, we all can't make a full fledged like down pack what the pricing should be if we've never touched and used the phone. That's always what's my thing's gonna be. Okay, um, so anyways, um, six hundred ninety nine price tag possibly could be six hundred and forty nine dollars. Who knows? Could be $599 to start. And if it's that, that's sweet, right? We can only hope. I mean, less less money we have to pay as consumers, the better, right? Um, but we can't just go and trash something at its pricing and say, well, that's 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 just too high of a price for it. Like, um, you didn't even use the phone to even make that that uh, that synopsis. Um, and then on top of that, uh, we don't, you know... Uh, yeah, they're they're out to make money. That, that's what people also kind of forget. Like consumers, they don't care about it because it's not really our concern. But the truth, the truth to the matter is, is that whatever they spend manufacturing the device, they need to recoup that cost of what it cost them to build that device, plus make some sort of profit on it. Or what was the point of even selling a phone? All right, that's just the reality of business. Um, so six hundred and ninety nine dollar price tag for the Pixel Five. And um, hey, you know, if, if that is, then you know, it's a lot better than seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. I'll say that much. But the reason for the $699 price tag, everyone has always said that it's because the Snapdragon 765G. Now, there is rumors that you know Google may just go ahead and go with the Snapdragon 865, and a lot of people are like, well, that would be kind of cool. But there's another, um, another chip in the game that could be put into the phone that would probably warrant why it's a $699 and not a $599 price tag. 
Um, and this would be the successor to the 765G, which is the Snapdragon 768G. Now, this chip, I've been waiting for something like this to come along that has the capabilities of what it can do. And I'm actually going to talk to you guys about what those capabilities are of the Snapdragon 768G. So to kind of just go into it, what it what it basically has, because the chip is not too different from the 765G, so it will, they can actually switch up to this without having to do a whole lot of change to the schematics of the phone. But we're looking at a Cryo 475 CPU. That's the prime core clocked at 2.8 gigahertz, which is um, an improvement over 2.4 gigahertz on the, six, on the 765G. Now, here's where you got to pay attention, okay? So the um, for the GPU, it's the Adreno 620, and it offers a 15% uh, performance increase um, from the previous. However, it also now has an updatable GPU drivers, all right? So what what could, what could you actually expect out of all of this? Well, with the 768G, one of the biggest selling points to this chip is the immersive gaming experience that you will have. The Snapdragon 768G offers select Snapdragon Elite gaming features to provide special game extensions and optimizations, smoother gameplay, more enhanced details and colors with true 10-bit HDR to deliver high-quality mobile gaming experiences. Yes, I am reading it verbatim from Qualcomm's website, in case you need to know. This is the first 7-series platform to support the Adreno updatable GPU drivers, giving players control of their GPU driver updates and settings to provide peak display refresh rates that unlock premium visual uh, fidelity on their favorite games. Now, combined with a bolstered Adreno G, uh, 620 GPU for 15% faster graphics rendering the Snap, uh, than the Snapdragon the 765G, and it actually has support for 120 uh, refresh rate on the display. So your gaming is actually going to be super good uh, with the fact that it has the updatable drivers. So you can the drivers can be updated on the chip itself via download. Now, another thing is is that it's uh, truly global 5G. So in a market today where we're moving towards 5G, that's one of the biggest selling points. I mean, hey, my friends Sneed, my friends Carlos and Caleb, that, that's what they do on YouTube and on Periscope is they pretty much talk about 5G and they test 5G from all four different carriers. Well, three right now. Dish is not really up yet. But... 5G is a very big thing. So here's some information about the 768G regarding truly global 5G uh, connectivity. So dedicated to bringing superior 5G uh, multi-mode connectivity uh, far and wide global globally um, like its predecessor, the uh, 768G with the uh, Snapdragon X52 5G modem. Um, RF system supports all key regions and frequency bands, including 5G millimeter wave and sub-6 gigahertz uh, 5G SA and NSA modes, along with TDD and FDD with dynamic spectrum sharing, DSS. Uh, so global 5G roaming and support for multi-SIM. The Snapdragon X52 5G modem RF um, uh, system is designed to deliver multi-gigabit peak download speeds of up to 3.7 gigabits per second and upload speeds up to 1.6 gigabits per second, ensuring superior coverage for users around the world and support for all-day battery life. So this is something that you that people need to really pay attention to when it comes to, like, everyone's so quick to just look at the number of the chip and be like, oh, it's not an 800 series. It's going to run trash. Like, no. Okay? It may not run as powerful as 
you know, the 800 series chips, which is Qualcomm's flagships. But the 700 series, I would say, would be more of like of a, of a premium high-end chip just under the 800 series. Because if anyone does math, uh, 700 is under 800. So, but for what you're getting out of it, okay? So you're getting the updatable drivers along with the, the 620 GPU, right? Um, you're getting uh, faster core speeds. You're getting the... Um, you're getting the X52 5G modem, okay? And and all the things that I read about are supporting millimeter wave, sub-6 gigahertz, uh, 5G SA and NSA, TDD, FDD, all those things, okay? If it's going over your head, don't worry about it. Go to Sneed Mobile Tech's channel and watch some of his videos. They'll get you up to speed in, in, in getting you guys knowledgeable about what these terminologies mean. But let's just put it at just flat-out layman's term, okay? 5G connectivity, multi-band support, which means that not one... Not just one uh, 5G band connected to your device, but multiple. It's able to support multiple connections, which should yield good download and upload speeds, okay? Right now, currently, with millimeter wave on Verizon, I'm seeing from my friends, I'm seeing peak performances going anywhere between, like, you know, 2 gigabits per second is, like, a cap out that I've seen so far, the highest. Um, upload, the uplink is, you know, is not to be expected. It's not 1.6 gigabits per second, at, you know, as, as what people would hope for but i mean they're getting decent amount you know between like 50 50 on the up to probably close to 100 on the up in some instances some of them are still looking like at you know 30 30 megabits per second up to like 45 50 so it just depends on where you're at how well the network is being built out the 5g nodes that's being built out those are things that that play into it of course um where they position these nodes obviously makes a big difference you know <clears throat> they put a node like on a street lamp um, on your street, if it's obstructed by trees, that's going to cause some issues. So having, you know, a line of sight with that node and then a higher node um, could increase chances of providing faster data speeds on the down and up link. Uh, but nonetheless, this is where it's going to be at. So uh, generation um, AI engine. All right. So the X52 5G modem enhances nearly every mobile experience, including camera, audio, voice and gaming. So this could be where the Pixel 5 not only has superb um you know, basically superb, um, where I'm going with this, uh, photos, but probably like the, uh, the best, uh, not the best, but a, a better video experience. Kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, but a better video experience. This is where I think that, um, that it could possibly go. Um, and I'm hoping for that because that's what we've been wanting for a long time. Like the pixels, they take really, really good photos, hands down, king of it. Um, but they've lacked in the video field. Um, iPhones have always been praised for the for the videos that they take. And in this instance, I would really want to say that, you know, I'm hoping that this finally brings it in a good pairing. Superb and superior photos and superb video recording. That's what we need. I mean, right now, I'm going to tell you guys, honestly, I record my Pixel 3 and I like the way the video comes out. Sure, I can see the difference between my Pixel 3's videos and the, you know, going to like a, an older device, an iPhone XS, its video capabilities. I can see the difference between them, especially when you go 60 frames per second. You can see a huge difference in that. Um, but you know what? It's not to say like my Pixel 3's videos look like I'm shooting from a potato. So therefore, I'm just hoping on that. But anyways, guys, so... That is the big, big rumor news, and I'm hoping that this actually is no longer a rumor, but actually fact that the Pixel 5, they would switch it up from the 765G and go with uh, the 768G. But anyways, guys, 
um, I'm rambling on about it, and I also got to make this video for YouTube as well. So uh, if you guys enjoyed today's daily podcast episode, um, you guys know what to do. You guys can uh, hit me up on Anchor with a voice feedback. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, and if you're listening on your favorite podcast sources, thanks so much for doing so. And if you follow me on your favorite podcast sources, again, thank you so much for doing that as well. Uh, daily episodes here on Aloha Android Daily. Thanks for listening. And as always, Aloha.